Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so... Thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! And now the pitch by Martinez is up and in and hits Gerald Williams on the left hand. Dig your cleats in. Now he's going to charge the mound. He's going to charge Martinez, and the fight is on. He got a right hand in before he's grabbed from behind by Baratek, and now the benches are empty. It's time for Hour 2 of the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris. Yershinsky wanting to know, am I going? He is going. And Mike Lynch. It is a collision at the plate, and Yershinsky not only bangs into Barrett, bangs onto the plate, and here they go. Step up to the plate for Hour 2 of the Hot Corner. Posebnik getting into it with Barrett, and there is some hooking going on in the bottom of two piles. On 1080. Rudin's a nope. Whoa. Bautista got all he could handle with that. Wow, that's some pretty solid contact right there. The Fan. Welcome into the second hour of the Hot Corner. If you're missing the first hour, you can download that on the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 1080thefan.com or wherever you get your podcast. Speaking of that, Beers on Us podcast drops tomorrow. Be our round two of Fresh Up action, but round three of tasting uh, beer of the week from our good friends at Berlick. Correct. What is it going to be? Day 20? Day 20. 20. Day 20? No, it should be oh, 20, day 22, I believe. Two or three. I think it's 22. Wednesday would be 21. Well, actually, it's day 21 because okay. Wednesday is day zero. Okay. I'm Thursday, it, it was canned on a Wednesday, which is day zero. We had it the following Thursday, which was day Eight, right? Should be day seven because the next Thursday would be day one. So we've been counting it wrong. You are the host of that <laughs> you show. You didn't correct me. You are the host of that show. Well, I do this show, Michael. We're going to keep going with You do that show. <laughs> it's going to be, it was eight and then it was 15 and now it's going to be like 23 or something. <laughs> Either way, there's a little bit of the Who beer cares? left. If you still want to pick up some of the beer that Mike and I collabed with the, with the, the cool kids at uh, Bear Lick. Uh, for home delivery only, there's no more left in the pub, so you can only get it delivery only. So uh, make sure you get that wherever, uh, whenever you want to get your Bear Lake beer. And download that podcast wherever you get your podcast, including at tennythefan.com. Uh, something that kind of struck a chord with me, and I've been watching this, so I've got this weird 
thing. Remember we were talking a couple weeks ago about third baseman for the A's, how they seem to churn out third baseman? We have. Uh, Matt, personal favorite, Eric Chavez? Uh, personal favorite, Matt Chapman. Oh, okay. I really like Matt Chapman. It's not Donaldson. Let's all let's make sure we all agree on that one, no. that it is not Josh Donaldson. The bringer of rain. <laughs> Screw that guy. Screw that guy. Uh, Matt Chapman on the DL, on the IL for the rest of the season as he's about to have surgery. And this is a huge blow for the Oakland Athletics, who I don't care what the standings say. Right now, the Oakland A's sit in third. Uh, this is my team to beat in the American League right now. I love what this team's been doing. Bob Melvin, better win manager of the year. If they give it to whoever's running the White Sox, I will lose my mind. Uh, but this is a devastating injury for them. And I'm curious, Mike, your opinion on how this affects not just them, but what this does, what this ripple effect is for the American League. It is big, but I do tend to trust Oakland to keep kind of just pushing forward. Doing that injuries. Oakland thing. Yeah, I mean... If you he look at, is their best player. Of course. And it's not it's not even close. Uh-huh. He's their best player. But really, if you look at their team, is there anybody on their team that stands out and you're like, wow, outside of Matt Chapman? No, right? Uh, no, not really. I mean, Simeon's pretty solid. He's hitting 229. Ooh, yikes. Matt Olson's hitting 190. Yikes. Where's Ramon Crush Ar- Davis? He's barely playing. Hey, they just got Jake Lamb, and he's batting 455. There you go. (laughs) He got the third base power. He's also had 11 at-bats. He got the third base power. (laughs) That's all that matters. Actually, the A's are hitting terribly. As a team, they're hitting 220. Tommy Lestella's hitting 297, although he hasn't played a ton. Uh, This team is just... My point being... I know what you mean. I know what you mean. The A's don't really have anybody who's great outside of Chapman, in my opinion. Um, But Oakland continues to be Oakland. The problem is with that is that in the playoffs, that tends to run out. Right? right. You're playing the best of the best. However, this year, you're not playing the best of the best necessarily. You could be playing a seed seven, right? And getting right. lucky with a, with a bad matchup early on. I, I think this affects them massively. I mean, once you get to the playoffs, it's all about who steps up and is your big hitter in clutch situations. Those runners in scoring position situations become so much more important. And you need that one or two guys who every time they come up with someone on, you trust that. 35 to 40% of the time, they're going to drive him in, right? Right. You want that guy who's hitting 350 with runners in scoring position. For me, it's DJ LeMayhew. Mm-hmm. If he comes up with runners in scoring position, I'm happy as hell. Yeah. Um, I don't know who it would be for you. The Indians aren't really hitting at all. It's it's probably Jose Ramirez. Um, yeah, every team has it. That's Matt Chapman. Carlos Santana. And he's not playing anymore. So yeah. I think it's going to be big. Um, you know, they're going to make the playoffs still. There's not enough in the season left, and they're, you know, got one of the best records in the American League. And okay, cool. But I just don't find them overly exciting. Yeah, you know, I've, I I want to find so many reasons. It's one of those things where it's like I'm now searching for a reason why I still believe in Oakland, you know, even without Matt Chapman. But here's what we're looking at. Sean Manea has a 4-5 ERA. Mike, he's Mike he's F- been pretty inconsistent. Mike Fires has a 4-6-7. Mike Miner is a 4-7-6. And Frankie Montez is a 5-8-6. Uh, Jesus Lazardo, who is another one of their starters, he's their best starter right now at a four three two. So not great, Bob. Not great. However, their bullpen is fantastic. Liam Hendricks is a good closer. I know that. Yeah, their bullpen is fantastic. They got a bunch of guys that have thrown a ton of innings, a, a ton of innings, quote unquote, for the season, but are still are still pitching really, really well. This Chapman thing, though, does rock them. 
Because um, not only offensively, defensively, he's incredible. He's the best third baseman in baseball, and I don't think it's close. Uh, how, maybe Manny Machado. Machado's having himself a great season, but that guy plays shortstop. Like, it was really hard for me to be convinced that Alex Rodriguez was the best third baseman in baseball because I'm like, that guy plays short. I know he's not having as good of a year, but Anthony Rendon could go for that sure. argument too. Also, also, I'm into that. I'm into that as well. So are, are, are we at a point where we're kind of saying we're out on Oakland? Yeah, I think so. I mean, look at their recent games. Yeah, that's so sad. They split four with the Rangers. With the Rangers. The Rangers are bad. They split two with the Mariners, and they've split two with the Rockies. They're six and four in their last ten. But I'm telling you. Who they split with. Yes. It's, you're already seeing it a little bit, right? The A's have a magic about them late in the season, almost always, where they're just hot, and they just beat everybody. They have the third, they have the third lowest runs against in the American League. Behind Chicago and Cleveland. Third lowest runs against. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So their pitching is good. The pitching yeah. is good. Um, But it's the role play mostly that's yep. been good. That's what it which is. Which makes sense. And that's great in the playoffs, right? You don't need your starters to go super long. If you get into the bullpen early and you got a lot of guys that you trust, fantastic. They're 500 right? on the road and dominant at home. The <laughs> Because that's going to matter so much this year. Well, they're used to not having fans, so they're like, this is normal. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think it could matter a little bit if you're playing at the home stadium because some teams, I think actually a lot of teams are playing well at home this year because you're just comfortable there, right? That's just your ballpark. You know the dimensions. You know how to play there. Um, I just oh, this is all updated. The A's and the Rays as teams. What are their strengths? It's their bullpen, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And both of them are filled with no name guys, <clears throat> but they're all really, really good. Um, that's great in the playoffs, but I still think you need that guy that you trust to get the big hit when you need it, right? Who's that guy in the Rays? Nobody, right? Their lineup is not very good. Nobody. Austin Meadows hasn't been playing well. I mean, it would be him. Maybe G-Man Choi has been pretty clutch this year. But he doesn't play necessarily against lefties. But it's not like when you go to Minnesota and you're like Nelson Cruz. Right. You go to the Yankees and you're like this person, this person, this person. You go to White Sox and you're like this person, this person. Yep. I mean, even Cleveland has that, and they can't hit for S. So it's just one of those things where it's like that will come back to haunt you in a playoff series because you need those big hits. Because guess who else has good bullpens? Those other teams that you're talking about. Maybe not as good as you. Maybe right. you have the best bullpen in the American League. Tampa's got a good bullpen. Cleveland's got a good bullpen. If the Yanks are healthy, they got a good bullpen. Yep. Um, so if if I'm looking at it right now, this a little is a little dependent on what happens with Cleveland uh, Cubbies tonight, as this is updated. I need Cleveland to win, please. Thank you. Uh, I do too, as well, my friend. If Cleveland wins, they land in the fifth spot. Whew. Cleveland, New York. First round playoff start today. Mm. What's up, dude? What are the Yankees now? They're four. <clears throat> uh, they're the f- four, five seed, six. What? Oh, five plays four, six plays three. Cleveland plays Oakland right now. Excuse me. Okay. Who are you taking in that series? I mean, it's the unsexiest baseball I'm you will see. Taking Cleveland because they have Shane Bieber. Right. So let's say let's say this. Flusters around a little bit. Okay, let's say Oakland drops to the four seed. They would play the Yankees. Okay. Who are you taking? The Unbiasedly. Yankees. The Yankees. I'm taking the Yankees as well. Yeah. Oakland goes on a hot streak, jumps up to number two over Tampa. They're only a half game back. They'd get Toronto. I might give Oakland that series then. Sure. But you just said you might and sure. I... I <clears throat> I, I mean, I, I think I think my thoughts on the team are clear based yeah. on what I've said this segment. 
they're not sexy. And that will win sometimes. And sometimes in the playoffs, that wins too. But I need something extra from these teams in the playoffs. And I don't think Oakland has it. And we'll maybe I'll be totally <clears throat> wrong. But when's the last time Oakland did have it? We'll get we'll get on, we'll get out on this. Right. Just real short. Oakland, yes, other team. You say yes, you got Oakland winning. You say no, you got the other team winning. Oakland plays the White Sox. No. Tampa. No. Minnesota. Yes. Yankees. No. Cleveland. No. Toronto. Yes. Houston. Yes. With Verlander. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So that puts them as the fifth best team in the American League to me. God, the American League is going to be so fun in the playoffs. <laughs> I don't know who's going to win, man. It could be anybody. It could be the White Sox. It could be anybody. It better not be the White Sox, but it could be anybody. Dude, the White Sox are. Nah, I need to see it. No, no. Got to prove it. Let me finish. Okay, sorry. I know you hate them with all your heart, but you have to admit. Not as bad as the Twins, but it's pretty damn close. And not as bad as the Tigers either. Um, Ooh, well, I mean, like. <laughs> what the White Sox have done is really cool. Yeah. They've built this team well. They've got a ton of young talent. They've got a ton of personalities. They're fun to watch, dude. Yeah. If you're unbiased about it, the White Sox are a fun as hell team to sure. watch. They're They're San Diego light. Close. I don't know if I'm going to say light. They're, they're, they're the American, American League, League San, Diego San Diego Padres. They're a young, built-up team that did it right. They did it well. They traded some big names. They got some great players in return. It also helped that uh, two teams wanted guys that are basically not worth it anymore and gave up their monster prospects for them. Very true. And yeah. Adam Eaton for Giolito and Yohan Moncada for. Do you know that Chris Sale still pitches? I mean, I mean, not currently, but... I know he's a human being that's alive. Yeah, do you forget that Chris Sale is on the Red Sox? Because I do. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I do all the time. So, God, yes, you are right. You know it makes me happy, the Red Sox. <clears throat> I know it does. I mean, I, they, they're garbage. They are so bad. They're, they're still the worst, man. All right, when we come back, we'll sidestep over to the NBA as Mike and I got a little bet on the Eastern Conference Finals going down right now. As Game 1 happened last night and Game 2 will be tomorrow, we'll dive into a little NBA as a sidestep here on the Hot Corner. 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. It's 21 here on Portland Sports Leader. We got fair or foul coming up here in about 10 minutes or so. You see that timber stat right <clears throat> there? No. This is uh, Jeremy Obobese's 69th. Nice consecutive appearance for the Timbers, which is three away from the club record held by, you might know him, letting you guess if you Sorry, say that again. Oh, you didn't hear any of the stats. Uh, kind of. Holy I mean, I, cow, I heard, you tuned out. Woo! I heard the 69 and nice, and after that I was like, good call, Mike, and, <laughs> and started watching this Indians game. I was um, looking at Cesar Hernandez leading the team at 265. Jeremy Abobasi is in his 69th consecutive game. Okay. Which is second all-time for the Timbers behind... I mean, if I have to guess, I mean, I'm going to guess Diego Valeri, but I don't think that's the answer. Nope. I believe the answer is probably Jack Jewsbury. Nope. Um, 69 straight. Who's going to? 72. Oh, oh Diego Chara. No. No, because of cards. Duh. <laughs> I don't know the answer. Former Timber great who never lived up to the hype no matter where he goes. Darlington Nagby. Oh, the Nags. 72 consecutive. Appearances. The Nags. 
<laughs> now on Columbus. Sure. After being in Atlanta and not being good. Sure. <laughs> we were supposed to get money from him if he was good, and then he wasn't. Nope. It was like, suck at Timbers. I'll show you. I'll just be terrible. <laughs> you won't get nothing from me. In fact, I'm going to transfer that to Team USA. None of you get me. <laughs> it was really holding out hope for Nags, too. Yeah, well, so was every other team. Yeah, it was like Pulisic and Nagby. Like, this is going to be great. Pulisic's like, I'm on Chelsea. And Mike and I are like, we don't know who Nagby plays for. <laughs> but it's in America, not Europe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, game one of the Eastern Conference Finals started last night. Boy, was that a good one. I was at work and wasn't able to really watch it, but I kind of was checking in, checking in. Oh, we were here watching it. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, uh, for those of you that are just tuning in for the first time on this, Mike and I, well, Mike, Joe, and I had a little kind of three-way gentleman's bet. I don't remember what we actually bet on. We do a sandwich bet. I think we did like a dinner bet or like a drink bet. I don't know. I don't remember either. It was something like It was that. something. We'll figure it out at the end. Uh, Joe, had, really Joe had Toronto. I had Boston. Mike had Miami. Yep. Uh, at the time, Mike, you were in the driver's position because Miami had already beaten the Bucks Miami in five. Had beaten the Bucks in five, which I don't think any of us saw coming till game two, and Except we were like, me. we saw game two, and we were like, oh, the Heat are going to win this. Uh, and Toronto and Boston went to game seven. Great series. And the Eastern Conference Finals started off last night uh, with a bang as the game went to overtime, and Miami wins. Or did it start with a bang? I didn't laugh. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I'm exactly the same as Patrick. I I didn't laugh, but I appreciated the joke. I liked it. Okay. I I, I liked liked it. It It was acceptable. I'm going to give it a little. Back, 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 Hey, uh, at least you try all the jokes. Last night's game, as um, you know, we all we all know what happened here. Uh, it reminded me; it was a little reminiscent. At Miami least, won. Miami did win. Bam Adebayo blocked Jason Adeb- Tatum dunking the ball, and Jason Tatum went up strong. Yes, he like, did. Like he went to hammer and that Bam bad Adebayo's boy down. I watched it turned upside down. I watched it, and I was like, "Get it, Tatum! Get it!" And then Adebayo's wrist was just like, "Nope." Even though it was literally bent backwards, it was stronger than the entire body yeah. force of Jason Tatum. He was like Elastigirl. And he just like, no, thank you. <laughs> um, so Miami looks good. They look great. I mean, I want to see more out of Jimmy Butler, but they didn't. He didn't have a great. He had big shots down the down the stretch. He had the biggest shot, but he wasn't as consistent in the game as you would expect from a Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler is realizing that his team is really good and he can. Uh, he can actually trust some of the other players in his team. Which is a big step for Duncan Jimmy Robinson, Butler. Tyler Hero, mm-hmm. even Jay Crowder. Goran Dragic is having a great Goran Dragic. Whew, get it, bud. He had, what, 29 last yeah. night? Oh, yeah. Get it, dude. Uh, here's a what great the, finish at the rim at the end of the game. Despite, let's, let's toss to the side that I am in the Boston corner. Boston is the higher seed. In theory, they would be the favorite, right? Mm-hmm. Here's what's really worrying me about Boston. Boston lost that game. Like they lost to Toronto in game six. Like Boston, I felt, had chance after chance after chance to win that game in regulation, to win that game in overtime, and still lost. It's making me think one of two things. Either A, they're just not ready, or B, where's my boy Brad Stevens? That's where I was going to go. Uh, I think it's and B. that and that scares I think, the living bejesus out of me because I love Brad Stevens. I think Eric Spolster is a better coach than Brad Stevens. 
Um, Why'd you turn away from the mic on that mic? Did I? <laughs> it, I was, it was pure coincidence. I didn't mean to. I was just trying to troll you there. Uh, I think he's a better coach. And this is proven in, in what happened at the end of the game yesterday. End of regulation. Game is tied, right? Mm-hmm. Celtics have the ball with 22 seconds to go. And this is not just Brad Stevens. This is every coach, mostly. All you need is a GD layup to win the game. Mm-hmm. And they dribble the clock out, pass it to Jason Tatum, who dribbles the clock out and heaves up a contested three that's short, hilariously short, like hits super off the front rim. And it goes to overtime. Now, in overtime, game was tied. There was 24 seconds to go. The Heat drove the basket in 10 seconds and got the layup and took the lead. You didn't waste the entire clock and not give yourself another chance. You didn't take a contested bad three. You actually set up a play that worked. For whatever reason, Brad Stevens said, Jason Tatum, I want you taking this three contested from uh, too deep behind the three-point line. It's almost like it's almost like Stevens changed his philosophy and went to superstar ISO style. Well, because they have a superstar now, right? Right, but it just seems so uncharacteristic of Brad Stevens. It does, but... We also haven't seen Brad Stevens with a superstar, right? I mean, he coached for Butler, which was a team of non-superstars, if I've ever seen one. Gordon Hayward win the top ten. So well, he watch, was great. Watch yourself on that. But I mean, you're at a you're at a smaller school. I know what that you mean. I know what you it mean. doesn't get all the top talent. Like Rui Hachimura went top ten, but is, do we count him as a superstar for Mark Few at Gonzaga? No, of course not. no. Um, Although Hachimura was great. In in Boston, up until this point, did he have a star? No, I mean no. Al Horford. Yeah, I mean, even Gordon Hayward. They were, yeah. they were forced to play the correct basketball because... He had Kyrie. Uh, that's true. But, that's very true. But Kyrie was that. hurt all the time and was a cancer in the clubhouse. But he was very and, clutch, so but, they could trust him with yeah. that. Um, but he, I, I guess that's a great point. I forgot that Kyrie was there when he yeah, was Yeah, but playing. I never count Kyrie anywhere because Kyrie never does anything. That's true. Um, I just feel like now that you have Jason Tatum and he... I mean, Jason Tatum has ascended this year. He yeah, was, but is he superstar status? I think so. Okay. I he's mean, a, I love him. He's, he's, in, he's incredible. I, he's my favorite player in the NBA, not named Damian Lillard. I mean, I just realized the other day that he's or not Clay even Thompson. 23 years old, and I'm just like, yeah, dude, he only, I'm still in shock. He only played that. one year at Duke. Mm-hmm. Right, but, I, I mean, he's he has arrived now, yeah. and it's just going to only get better the, from these here playoffs, on. Who got, who, got dra- who got drafted ahead of him? Markel Fultz. Who went number one? Markel Fultz. And Lonzo Ball, number two. And Lonzo, two. Tatum, three. God, Tatum could then be I on think the Lakers. It, was it a Josh Jackson, number four? Yep. Josh Jackson was super good My in college. God. He was super terrible now. Josh Jackson. That draft was Kansas, not Kansas, right? That's the Collins draft. Uh, right. Yeah. That's the Zach Collins draft. That year of college basketball, though, was awesome. That was the All year. All those players were so good, this... except for Markel Fultz. <laughs> and he's still not good. And even Lonzo wasn't that great either. This is Rob always harps on this, and I, I think he's right. That was the year where... I want to say it was February. The Blazers were three games from having the worst record in the West. And then Nurk was hurt, and he came back, and they went on a run, and they made the eighth seed, and they got swept. They had a decision. They could have tanked, and they could have gotten potentially Jason Tatum. Instead, they got Zach Collins, who's a foundational piece for the future if you listen to Neil Olshay. I like Zach Collins. You should not. I'm a Zach kid. Born and bred. Zach Collins... Wasn't even a starter as a freshman. Oh, I, I root, I root for GU. Uh, you, I root for GU every year, I'm like on, it's Wazoo. Uh, I'm on Can you not call GU because that sounds like Georgetown, and I want to hate it. Uh, no, I mean, we definitely call Gonzaga GU. 
You know, I'm kind of on Patrick's side on this. I kind of like Zach Collins, too, just because I I was so used to seeing a gigantic bean and Myers Leonard (laughs) do anything but play in the paint for seven-plus years. Hey, Myers Myers Leonard has a 1-0 lead in the Eastern Conference Finals right now. Nobody's not playing. Right, right, right. Wait until game four, and he goes off with 30 points out of nowhere. So anyway, it'll be interesting. I think Brad is smart enough to learn from uh, mistakes made. Oh, God, speaking of mistakes made. Oh. Holy goodness. No whistle is blown. What is happening? Potential ball crossed the goal line as the Portland defensive line was an absolute nightmare on that play. San Jose should be up 1-0. I'm sure VAR is checking it It would be 1-1. Or 1-1, I mean. Anyway. They they um, just put the stat up that the Timbers have let up the most goals in the last 15 of the first and second half in the MLS by far, and they almost instantly scored in the last 15. We had the best defense in the MLS's back tournament and the worst defense as the season started. Uh, It'll be interesting to see. They're checking it. I expect I expect Stevens to make changes for game two, but I expect Sol- Spolster to do the same thing. I well, would love to see this series go seven. Well, Gordon Hayward coming back could be important. I would love to see this series go seven. Um, I think I think this series is a lot more captivating than Lakers Nuggets, although don't sleep on the Nuggets, but I really like this series right now. And I can't wait to attempt to watch every single game. I think I might sit on my couch tomorrow and watch the entirety of of game two of the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, game one of the West Finals is tomorrow too, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm you know, I'm not way into that. I think that no. I think that ball's over. Just one game each. They're giving um actually They're gonna milk it. Yeah, they're doing the classic NBA thing and milk it. Yeah, giving the Nuggets Lakers uh two, two days, days off. off. Yeah. Because gotta make sure LeBron is good. Yeah, that's daylight. <laughs> Tied one one. They didn't call it. Wow. He went Go and tenders. checked it. I'm Go very confused. Oh no, they called it. They called it. All right. Okay. All right, when we come back, we have fair or foul, but before we do that, here's Joe with sport. Is it fair? Oh my That's goodness. That's a fair ball. Or is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think. A knowledge test for Patrick and Mike to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG and the ISO and the, you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is Fair or Foul on the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. All right, this is fair foul time as the Cubbies, Javi Baez just walked off on the Indians. Cubs win 3-2. to two. Boom! I do like Javi Baez, but uh, not great. Not great. Nice piece of hitting, too. Timber's defense is an atrocity beyond atrocity. Yeah, so we're all all sorts of sad here, but Mike forgets that his uh, Yankees just hit home runs and home runs. But let's let's not beat around the bush here. Let's swing it right over to our fantastic producer, Mr. Joseph Fisher Third. First time in franchise history for the Yankees that they hit six home runs in a game back-to-back game. I think they're all roiding, I sh- uh, along with daily COVID testing, daily steroid testing over in New York as well. Uh, but- Don't you dare disparage Luke Floyd. He's a god. I won't. I won't. He leaves the American League in home runs, baby. And there goes one fair foul. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That oh, was I was going to say, one. if you asked that, like, that was a bad one, because we definitely know that. Right, right. He's up by, like, three. No, trust me. Every time I'm, like, trying to find some of these, I'm like, well, can't do any Yankee stuff, because Mike probably knows uh, 99% of them. Well, you never know. We'll see, though. Could be a little stat for that, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the Dodgers Day beat the Padres. 
uh, impose their will. The Padres had some uh, garbage time runs there to close the gap, make it 7-5. to five. But Dodgers, they clinch uh, playoff berth. Magic number to clinch the division is six. Fair or foul? The Dodgers will win the NL pennant. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, is there anybody around him? Not really. He said the pennant. Oh, oh, not, okay. Not the division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pennant. Um, yeah, I think so. I predicted them before the year, and I know we just talked about how Dodger fans hate uh, Dave Roberts. The game isn't, yeah, I think so, or foul. I okay. wasn't done yet, Joe. Get Holy him, cow. Joe. Sick him, Joe. <laughs> Can I not just begin a thought? Sick him, Joe. Boy, I see where I stand on this show. Um, they, they're the best team in the National League by far. They've got they've got the best pitching staff. You got Walker Bueller, who's great. I know Dustin May gave up some home runs late in this game, but Dustin May is really, really good. And yeah, I know Clayton Kershaw can't play in the playoffs, but he's still Clayton Kershaw, and I trust him a little bit more than. What if old man Kershaw can play in the playoffs? Oh, maybe he can. Maybe he's figured it out. Uh, so I'm just thinking about the other teams, and, and you know, I, I, it's the Dodgers to me. And so yeah, fair. And uh, Kershaw can't play in the playoffs. He's too busy giving up gigantic home runs and commercials that are like 8,000 feet long. Hey, he got it back himself. But, hey, pitchers can play the field, too. (laughs) (laughs) He should have been at, like, a bar hitting on chicks. Pitchers can play the field, too. Like the (laughs) 90s chicks dig the long ball, you know? It should have been something like that. Uh, I will say foul on this. I definitely think they can. I definitely think they can, and they most likely can i don't know if they will that sounds a little absolute uh, Patrick, to me this isn't most likely can or foul <laughs> i know i think i think <laughs> i think only a sith deals in absolutes and i will not say that they will oh in this i do really like the chances i like the chances with ian anderson max freed off the dl and if cole hamels can give him anything that offense is amazing in atlanta patrick can you stop, stop trying to sell yourself on the Awful Braves pitching staff. Get out of here, dude. Ian Anderson has been great, and Max Fried's coming back soon. Yeah, and Cole Hamels got lit in his first start. Today. It's his first start. It's Cole Hamels. Stop. He's a World Series MVP. Yeah, He's like when? 80. 2008. Okay. What I was getting to was 12 the, years ago. The offense for the Braves is fantastic. Correct. So that's something to deal with. Okay. Also, the Padres with Davies, Lamette, Paddock, and Clevenger. That is a solid four man rotation. And here's my other point let's not forget that people like Max Muncie and Cody Bellinger are hot garbage right now. Okay. Those are the best hitters on that team, and they're garbage. So unless those guys start hitting better and show me something, I will not say that the Dodgers will win the pennant. So you're saying foul. I said foul to start, Michael. Were you listening? Getting very contentious there. 69, 420. Do I got your attention now? (laughs) Nice. All right. uh, Keeping with the Dodgers, they have now made the playoffs, uh, including this year, for eight straight seasons. Fair or foul? That's the third longest streak in MLB history. Um, eight straight seasons. Eight straight seasons making the playoffs. Correct. Um, well, I mean the Do- uh, the Braves won their division like thirteen years in a row, but that doesn't mean that they're. I'm gonna say foul. I'm gonna say foul because. I'll bet you there's somebody like the Yanks or the Red Sox or something like that that have made the playoffs all the time. I will say foul. 
I think I'm going to go foul on this one, too. I'm just trying to noodle with the other teams, like the Cardinals. Teams that just constantly make the playoffs. But all you got, you can make five in a row and then miss one and then make another six in yeah. a row. I mean, eight is a lot, but I'm going to say foul. Maybe they're like fifth highest on the list. It is fair. Ooh, uh, the, dirty. The late 90s, early 2000s Braves? Yeah. I don't know when the playoff run ended exactly for them. I think it was early 2000s. But, I mean, they won the division every single year in the 90s. Right. So that was uh, one of the longest streaks. And then uh, Mike's uh, 90s, early 2000s Yankees as well, uh, however and long that was. And then it's the current Dodgers. Yes. Wow. True story. That's amazing. You want to know what's more amazing? Was that Is, for the Yankees 95 to 2012 or something? Something like that. Right. <clears throat> you know what's the most amazing thing about that stat? Is both the Braves and the Yankees actually won a World Series to where the <laughs> Dodgers haven't? Well, they've made two. Cool. Well, I mean, the Bills made four Super Bowls in a row. That's, uh, that's impressive. It's more impressive they lost four in a row. Yeah, the Yankees. <laughs> I'm not even mad. Yankees, 13 straight years from 1995 to 2007. Seven. Uh, and then the Braves from 91 to 2005. And then won it in 2008. You like that, Mike? They missed it in 07 and won it in 08. Well, they won it in 09. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought it was 08. Yeah. I got really excited. 08 was the silliest first one. Okay. Doesn't make sense there. It's Brad Lidge you know. five years later getting off of Albert Pujols hitting that home run off him. All right. And uh, the Timbers defense is literal. Part. Going on to those Yankees. Um, they've been raking uh, here lately. Hitting bombs. Uh, Mike knows. 33 um, runs in the last two games, baby. So much so has uh, have they been hitting home runs that uh, fair or foul. They now lead the American League in home runs. Ooh. Interesting. Interesting stat here, Joseph. So they have 12 in the last two games. Actually, I think they have 13 in the last two games. Steve, 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 Steve. But I'm going to go ahead and say foul, Bob. Um, I'm trying to I don't think. have a lot of explanation for it. I just, they went cold for a couple of weeks, and I think that really hurts those totals. You so. said the American League, so that helps. Because yes. I'll bet you the Padres have more home runs than they do. Um, Padres have like seven grand slams. Um, I want to say that it maybe it's the Twins, because they tend to hit home runs. The White Sox hit home runs. Um, I will say, what'd you say, Mike? I said foul. I will say fair. I think this is a Yankee thing right now. It is fair. Nice. Yeah. 82 yeah. home runs. I for like the, how Mike was in a win-lose, win-win situation. Yeah. For the New York Yankees, 81 for the Chicago White Sox. A one wow. home run difference. So the third from Kyle Higashioka today. Gives them the lead. Put them over the edge. Suck it, White Sox. Braves, Padres, Dodgers in that order, 3-2-1. For, uh, oh, for the all of baseball, yeah, Dodgers are one. Yep, with ninety three. Oh, wow. Next closest are the Padres with eighty five. By the Corey way, Seager Garrett, must be having a year because it ain't Bellinger. By the way, Garrett Cole has a personal catcher again. <laughs> it's Higashioka. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Apparently, and, he caught him when he was thirteen years old too. Oh wow! How about that? And then uh, some rapid fire ones just for fun. Uh, fair or foul? The Mariners placed Kyle Lewis on L- IL after losing him in the outfield smoke. <laughs> I saw this on the Onion. That's a great article. <laughs> I saw that. Fair, 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 fair. <laughs> definitely fair. Oh, uh, you should. If you can find it, you should listen to the Rick Riz call on that catch. It's like classic Rick Riz. If you like Rick Riz, you'll really enjoy that. He that said, fantastic, he said, he's talking about where you robbed the Grand Slam. Yeah, he said, holy smokes, like four times, which I thought was just awesome, all things considered. <laughs> and one more for fun. Uh, fair or foul, 
I think it was Luke Voigt, absolutely hammered a sub 50 mile per hour pitch on the Blue Jays. That was DJ LeMayhew. Oh, it was LeMayhew, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I heard 47 I heard, miles I, yeah, per I heard hour. It came out at 47. <laughs> Who pitched that? Who threw that? For it the was Blue Santiago Jays? Espinal, it like was a second baseman, position player pitching. Like, yeah. bro, we got to have a better position pitcher that can position player well, that can throw like, a ball faster than he that. He was kind of like throwing a little knuckleball. Was he trying there. to throw Ephus at him? Because like Greg <laughs> is the, the only highlight? one I know that can do that. Did you see the highlight? I, I couldn't. I couldn't follow it. The ball was hit so fast and so far. <laughs> I just watched it. Yeah, he just was watching. Like just the ball, the ball is up and in at his head. Head, but it's going so slow that he like steps back, turns, and obliterates. It. Yeah, forty-eight point seven miles per hour, and that's why my fantasy team's in third place. Hell, because of the great DJ LeMay. Mm-hmm. All good. right, that's it for fair or foul. We'd like to thank our fantastic producer, Mr. Joseph Fisher the Third, for doing that. When we come back. We'll wrap this bad boy up. This is the Hot Corner, Portland Sports Leader, ten eighty, the fan. Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Well, we're about to wrap it up here. Hot corner after dark. And we are officially into the after dark time. Not that you can see outside at any time of the day anyway. Thanks, Smoke. I I did see the sun today for the first time in a while. I've seen the sun, like, trying to peek through, and you can look at it because it's so mm-hmm. covered. But yeah. uh, two days ago when I left the station, it was uh, blue sky above the station a little bit, and you could see it, and it smelled good. It Here didn't smell like campfire. Here comes the sun, doo-doo, <laughs> I, You're welcome. I just bailed you out there. <laughs> I kept saying that, well, at least it smells good outside, and now I'm just tired of the smell. Because I love the smell of campfire, but at this point, it's just disgusting. <laughs> Welcome Can to I have Oregon. Some fresh air, please. Come got, catch this smoke. I got told this the other day, and I was about to lose my ass. All right, Joe, they were like, two. <laughs> they were like, what? It's I like being it around good. a campfire. Have you never been around a campfire? And I'm like, yeah, I've been around a campfire like my entire life. But when I'm tired of smelling the smoke, I like take four steps back and breathe clean air. Mm-hmm. I don't sit next to a campfire for nine hours straight, <laughs> breathing this in. I usually go. And to you don't my pay tent. me enough. <laughs> Oh, boy. Sorry. Timbers tie 1-1 as this game is over in San Thank Jose. God. And Steve Clark was just, like, fist pumping. He's like, man, it should have been 5-1. I'm pumped. He did play very well at the end. Yeah, Steve's great. He is great. When he's not great. Sometimes he's not great. Yeah, sometimes he's horrifically bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But most of the time he's great. But when he's horrifically bad, it's like, ah, what are you doing? Please stop touching the ball. Just throw it away. Ah. Yeah. Nice to see Yumi Chara get a, get a goal today. So I, I dig that. Indeed. Trying to figure this out, Mike. I got to find some way to sneak 1.5 out of my fantasy team to get Bruno. And then that way I still get De Bruyne, Bruno, and Mo. All their prices went up this year. Of course they did. Well, Mo's didn't. Mo's is the same. Well, Mo didn't have as good of a year last year. But De Bruyne. Fantasy wise. I know. I love that people keep saying that because Mo's like, okay, I see what you mean. I mean, you won the title. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I see it. Danny Ings better start scoring goals from here. I'm going forwards on the cheap. 
Yeah, I mean, you got to drop Ward Prowse, Ward Prowse too. Already, yeah, I'm already going to. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I really like that. I was like, ooh, James Ward Prowse. Ooh, sneaker pick. And then he's you were like, I hope he's going to be good. And I was like, six million pounds for a midfielder. You really need like him to get it. free kicks, or else he's going to get one point a game uh, for you. I don't like it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and I haven't looked at it yet. I, I'm in first in our little uh, local Portland league after week one, which is nice. I always start very slow, so it's nice to start pretty fast. Michael, I'm right behind you. I know you are, because we were one of the few who captained Sala for some reason. Yeah, I know, right? Like should have triple capped him. Uh, I know, it's like people bought into it. Like they were like, like the the Sky Sports or BBC came out and were like, Sadio Mane, first team, all preseason Premier League, and Mo Salah gets snubbed. Oh, Mo must be crap. I'm going with Mane. Like, you have to know, Mo takes penalties. So, Sadio might be a better goal scorer, but Mo takes penalties. So if Mo scores 11, he gets 17 on the year because he converted six penalties. And he got two in the first game. Yeah. Although his actual goal in the game was incredible. Sick. <laughs> By the way, I love those new jerseys. Ooh, looking good. But They're I need your boy good. Danny Ings to come through. Yeah. Well, did you see that Southampton lost 2 nothing to Brentford in the EFL Cup today? I heard so we can't I heard, score goals. Yeah, I heard that things weren't For going well. I heard somebody. I heard something online was like, uh, "That back line is higher than Barca or Bayern Munich in their glory days." <laughs> yeah, it's like, a very high back. I was line. like, "Ooh, yikes!" Yeah, Crystal Palace had a lot of uh, open runs into the uh, into the goal area. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't catch that. But you yeah. know, I was high. I'm high on Southampton this year. I really am. I am too. Your team. It's my team, and they're they're I the was, Knights, right? What are they? What's their nickname? Wow. Help me. It's the Saints. The Saints. Ain't close enough, man. They got like the, the religion thing. I was I thinking your nickname I was is. thinking Arthurian, you know. I know I was the thinking, Reds. I get well, that. That's the color of our jersey, Mike. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just saying that, hey, I know what your team's nickname is. Yeah, so is Manchester United. <laughs> so is but they're the Red Devils. <laughs> I hate those losers. <laughs> Anyway, so I mean, I I, I like you guys as the sleeper team. One I don't know. What mm. is Man City's nickname? Uh, forever losers and bandwagon fans. <laughs> ah, no, I think they have something dumb, like the City Knights or something stupid like that. Oh, citizens. Yeah, they're the citizens. Oh, yeah. I accidentally typed in Manchester United. See, that's how lame Man City is. Then it doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> As you're desperately excited to add uh, Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> he's the best player. He's top five player in the world. Manchester City mascot. Mascot. It's probably nickname versus mascot. Harry the Hornet. I'm just joking. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, Moonchester. Well, that's an actual. What am I looking for? Nickname here? Yeah, just nickname. Nickname, nickname, nickname. I think, there's, I think it's the citizen. I think I'm right. It is the citizens. Oh, and now they do it with the C I T Y Z E N. Oh, they changed it? Yes. It's or has it always the, been like that? It's now the Y because they're a bunch of losers. Yeah. If you guys watch Premier League and you don't do fantasy <clears throat> Premier League, uh, it's on the official Premier League website and it's a lot of fun. It's a salary cap based game where you have a hundred dollars. I mean, they, count, they call million it million pounds. They call it million and it is pounds, yes. Which but, is like 94 million euros. Um, basically you just have a salary cap and you can pick your team and you get one move a week for free. Otherwise you lose points and there's a couple of bonuses you can use once a year. <clears> it's really fun. Uh, Patrick and I have been doing it for the last two years. I've been doing it for the last three years. We've been in Mark Hamilton's league. Yes. Um, one of the, uh, one of the genius greats of the Portland radio scene over there at 94, seven. Yep. One of the best in the biz. And uh, <clears> he is from England. 
Damn Tottenham fan. He's the only. I only. I let it go. Well, he's from. He's from England, <clears throat> right? Mark's a good guy. He's and a Tottenham he's fan, London. and I let him have it. So he can. I think <clears throat> he's from London. So he he can he can be a Tottenham fan. He That's can be fine. A, he can be a North London Tottenham fan. Um, do you let Swag be a Tottenham fan? Because uh, he's yeah. also a Tottenham fan. Yes, yeah, Swag can be a Tottenham fan because Swag actually watches. You know, mm-hmm. it's when you meet people that are like, "I'm a United fan," and I'm like, "Okay, you think McTominay's the future?" And they're like, "Who?" And you're like, "All right, I'm done with you. <laughs> I am done with you." Don't you think Jaden Sancho would be overkill in the midfield? And they're like. Uh, I mean, is he going to take games away from Wayne Rooney? You're like, like <laughs> Wayne. You're Rooney. like Rooney hasn't played there for a decade. <laughs> Rooney was in the MLS. Played for DC. And now he's United. a player coach in like the third division. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's Darby. right. Yeah, he's at Darby. Huh? No, Darby's second tier, aren't they? Uh, they might be second tier. They had a big FA Cup run. I think they're second tier. I mean, as as far as a you know. Second round, t- second division team can make in the FA Cup. Right, which is usually not that great. <clears throat> usually not that great. All right, we'll be back next week. Uh, remember, the Beers on Us podcast drops tomorrow around 4 next o'clock. Next week, we are on 8 to 9. Next week, we are on 8 to 9 o'clock, so make sure you check that because we got some cool thing going on with uh, Radio.com from 7 to 8, so make sure you tune into Six that. To 6 to 8, whatever that is, make sure you listen to it because it's going to be awesome. Uh, from Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher behind the glass, I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do. I get Kevin De Bruyne, but I really want Bruno. Watching it from the bench. You know I took some lumps when the mighty case struck out. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.